Blog Talk Radio. against 
a team that is relative newcomers to the uh, tag team game in Max Stone and A.D. Sky. It's going to be interesting to see if they're going to be able to wrestle away those tag team titles this Saturday night. I mean, the experience edge, you've really got to give it to Dirty Little Dave. Oh, yes. Uh, The Dirty Little Gang, they have the experience advantage, and especially given that Max Stone and A.D. Sky, they're in they're in the six man. They've got two matches, and the both of them are big matches that they cannot afford to lose. Uh, because I mean, either way, if they lose one of those matches, it's like losing it all, man. Um, Absolutely. I mean, you know, and I mean, go ahead. Uh, I asked Brad this past. Uh, Sunday night on the during the debate I said what is gonna be the feeling in the locker room should you drop one of these early matches and you know to his credit Brad said that would be the worst thing that could ever happen to ASWF to ASWF and team ASWF should we drop one of these matches supremely confident is Mr. 99% going into this thing but you know, for Max Stone and AD Sky, you've got to think it would be a confidence killer should they drop this big one. I mean, e- e- either way, a loss is going to affect them in a certain way because if they lose the tag team match, they lose out on the tag titles or the tag title match. If they lose in the six man, they could possibly lose their jobs. That is if. And only if I remember correctly, we have a packed house of 200 paid fans in the arena. Absolutely. The team captain, uh, Team 99%, says he's going to put his job and his career on the line should 200 paid admissions walk through that door. But, I mean, there's so many storylines in this tag team title match. Dirty Little Dave, you know, has been absent. A lot of people have been calling for the titles to be stripped from the Dirty Little Gang because of their absence, a la, you know, you look at a mainstream example, Brock Lesnar in the WWE with the Universal title. They, they've been calling for the titles to be stripped, but one thing you cannot deny is that this Saturday night when Dirty Little Dave shows up, it's going to be a war to take them tag titles away from him, and he is going to do everything in his power. You know, I hate to turn a phrase and use a phrase that's been overused, in my opinion, but Dirty Little Dave really is the dirtiest player in the game right now, and he's going to do whatever it takes to make sure his tag team title reign continues. Absolutely. I mean, at this stage in the game, I mean, you're – Dirty Little Dave, some of his thoughts are, you know, I just want to I want to hold on to this championship as long as I can, and I will do whatever it takes because that's what I have done for 40-plus years in this industry. And I don't mean to, to, to put an age on him or anything like that, and I mean no disrespect by that. But as, a, as, a, as an industry veteran, you, you, have to, you have to respect what he would do to keep those tag team titles. And Max and Stone, or Max Stone and A.D. Scott, they're just another hurdle that they're going to have to get over. 
Dirty Little Dave and them managed to win the tag team title somehow using doing what they do best, and sometimes that's play dirty. And Max and AD, yes, they have been known to play dirty. But like I said, uh, a, a few years combined versus 40 years combined, there there's some tricks that Max and AD have yet to see. And I, I honestly think that Dirty Little Gang may have an advantage in this. Absolutely. You got to look and you got to give the veteran experience edge to Dirty Little Dave and the game. You obviously have to give that multiple time tag team champion. But the thing that scares me is the unknown with Max Stone and AD Sky. You know, they're still relatively new to this tag team wrestling scene, and they've already been able to capitalize on a lot that, you know, nobody expected them to beat Lethal Injection. Nobody expected them to win this tournament. Nobody expected to do a lot of things. I I mean, at I mean, this they, point, it's a wash, in my opinion. It's up for grabs. Uh, I agree completely. Um, I mean, you got to think about how far they've come in such a short amount of time. And their alliance with Bad Brad, should they drop the – how is it going to affect their relationship with Bad Brad going into their six-man? Should they not capitalize on this opportunity and uh, take those – ASWF Tag Team Championships over to Team 99%. Or if it doesn't affect them, if should they win the six-man match, will they get another opportunity? Oh, absolutely. I completely agree about that. You know, Bad Brad is a, you know, a lot of people call him a, uh, a slave driver, so <laughs> to speak. Uh, you know, the man is not the nicest guy to work at for and should they disappoint and I think that's what it would be looked at it would be looked at like a disappointment should they disappoint their leader bad Brad I mean it could be a bad night for you know two to team 99 percent and I mean for all we know should should Max Stone and AD Sky not win those tag team titles I mean, you see it. You see it on flyers everywhere, man. Card card is subject to change. I mean, should they not capitalize and win their tag team titles? Heck, Bad Brad may pull them from this tag team match. You never know with Bad Brad. He surprised us before. He he initiated that attack on Double J by Mark Wolf. I mean, Bad Brad's always got something up his sleeve, and I'm gonna give him that to his credit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, The thing is with Bad Brad and speak of the devil, I think we probably said his name too much. He's like Beetlejuice, unfortunately. Uh, Mr. 99%, the co-commissioner, is uh, actually going to grace us with his presence. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to bring Brad Brad on.
Oh, my. Hello, Michael. Bad Brad. The co-commissioner looks like he may have dropped out there. I, I'm i not sure where he went uh, as far as that goes, but – and I believe this is him right here. Bad Brad, is that you? Here we go. I Still <coughs> efforting to get this co-commissioner on. He's obviously messing around with this Brad. Michael, you obviously learned nothing from last night, have you? I don't even want to talk about that. Hey. Oh, but I do. I want to talk about that because I just listened to the the opening segment of the show, and while I liked your analogy that every single match could main event it, any place in the country, and that is true. I don't appreciate either A, your lack of due diligence when you research, or the fact that as the voice of the ASWF, you're obviously trying to drive some sort of wedge and be yet another card stacked against Team 99%. First of all, if you had read social media today, I addressed and clarified the concerns of everybody that wanted to say that my guys were being quiet, that my guys were scared, that could be further from the truth. See, the ultimate truth in all of this is that I'm scared of my guys. I'm not a slave driver. I represent the 99%. That's like I've told you before, the 99%. The 1%, the elitist, the Rock and Rickies, the Gerald Joneses, Obviously, now as he's aligned himself with Joey Britt and the management at ASWF. See, I represent the guys that are never considered when it comes to main events, championship runs. And you want to try to drive a wedge in there? Are you serious? Are you absolutely kidding me? You didn't read the post that I posted. Look, when I deal with these guys, I deal with them like you would deal with Hannibal Lecter on the other side of a cage. Because I can't stop the wolf. I can't stop the stone, and I can't help that the sky is falling in on Team ASWF. But I'm telling you right now, in this tag match, you know, you talk about the advantage going to Dirty Little Dave. I will be sitting ringside. And with all due respect to the Dirty Little Game, I will serve as the equalizer to make sure that my guys, for one night only, are treated fairly. And then once this is over with and they walk out of their tag team champions, Mark Wolf defends his championship and we win control of the ASWF, then my business is done. So don't try to drive a wedge or make something that it's not. Be truthful when you speak. I get this as media, and I get that that's what y'all like to do is run these little fake news stories to create this mass hysteria. But don't do it. Well, Brad, I mean, I'm not trying to create a fake news scenario, but are you saying that the 
that Max Stone and AD Sky, should they drop the tag team title match? Should they lose the tag team title match early on? Are they going to face no repercussions? Will there be no long-standing – will they be able to drop that out of their head, let alone any physical or job repercussions that you could bring upon them heading into the six-man tag? Absolutely not, because number one, they're not going to lose. They are going to be your next tag team champions. Mark that down. Number two, like I said, this doesn't involve me as far as them going after a tag team championship. I made that possibility happen because nobody else was going to give it to them. If they lose the tag team championships, they're still going to perform at a high level because that's what superior athletes do. And they'll know in the back of their mind, like I told you in that debate when you had me down in there with Gerald Jones and when you've asked me other times, they know how important all of this is because they know that they're going back probably to the beginning of the card should they fail to accomplish the mission that I have set out for them because I will no longer be there and nobody will be there to protect their interests because nobody's looking out for guys like that. Nobody's looking out for guys like Mark Wolf. I am. I have to give you credit in that case, Brad. You know, a lot of people, that's a heck of a reason to fight for somebody. I do have to give you credit for that, but I I don't know. It, It it definitely seems like it's going to be a uphill battle for them in this tag team title match. Once again, like we keep bringing it up, and I hate to beat a dead horse, but the 40 years experience, not to mention, you know as well as I do, Brad, you've seen Dirty Little Dave in action. That man will do anything and everything it takes to remain the tag team champion on that night. We're prepared for that. They're prepared for that. Excuse me. I shouldn't say we, because like I said, this is an opportunity for AD Sky and Max Stone. I do not want to overshadow what they're going to accomplish. You know, and the dirty little gang, you know, whoever it is, we've, but see, that's the thing. We've seen it. It could be Slam. It could be Dirty Little Dave. It could be Slam and somebody else. We've seen it because the Dirty Little Gang encompasses more than just those two guys. So we're prepared. They're prepared to do whatever it takes. And I mean whatever it takes for that to happen. And if you want to talk about the dirtiest player in the game, then yes. Dirty Little Dave would be the dirtiest player in the game. But you know what? I guess in that instance, call me Mr. Clean because I will clean up the dirtiest player in the game should he choose to use cheatful tactics because we don't believe in cheating. We believe in fair, clean, honest matches, and we're going to get that. Cody, the floor is yours. Well, I mean, you are right. You you, – Dirty Little Gang is is more than just Dirty Little Dave. Um, and uh, so one of my questions is, is uh, with you being the equalizer, 
should someone interfere in the match, are you going to use your your authority to throw them out of the match, and uh, maybe or even maybe change the rule of the match a little bit to where it's going to be in a more equal favor? I mean, I'll do what I have to do, and then that's we'll leave it at that. Um, you know, all that I'm there to do is ensure that AD and Max are given a fair and equal opportunity to showcase their talent and get what's rightfully theirs. And, and I'm, I'm trying to trying to get into your mindset a little bit, and even if they don't win. To kind of reiterate, they've still got the the six man tag, the the true fight for freedom. Uh, so, with that being said, I mean it's one of those. What would you what would you consider more important, a victory in the tag for the tag team titles, or a victory for Team Ninety Nine Percent? I get what you said earlier because a victory for Team Ninety Nine Percent means these guys. Shoot, they'll still have a job, and they may have another opportunity at the tag team titles. Where if they win the tag team titles, they they've dethroned forty plus years' experience, and now they've got a little more of a confidence booster going into the fight for freedom. You want to know what's more important to me right now? Yes, sir. I would honestly be okay with losing the six-man tag, and here's why. I've done a lot of things in my life. I've accomplished a lot in a very short amount of time. These guys are coming up in the ranks, and they've earned their shot at tag team championships. So being the quite the contrary to what the fans think, these guys deserve that tag team championship. And at the end of the night, if my career came down to a loss in the six-man tag match and those two guys have put their heart, their soul, and their bodies on the line and they came up short in the six-man tag but they accomplished tag team gold, I could walk out of that arena absolutely 100% satisfied that at least they accomplished what they deserve. Well, Brad, Brad, you're not wrong there. Uh, Go ahead, Michael. I got to ask you this, though. Take me inside of your mindset. What do you tell Max and AD to overcome the disappointment should they not take the tag team titles and get them refocused and re-energized on the six-man tag? Well, it's simple. I tell them, hey, guys, it's in the end of the road. We, we, you know, should they lose, and, and, and I hope not, and I don't feel that they will, but if they do happen to, to fall victim to the dirty little gang, you know, I sit them down and I say, hey, you guys know the plan. You guys know where this is headed, and you know how this is going to end. Should we win that six-man tag, I've got somebody in mind that could guide them right back to the championship. It's not going to be me, because like I told you, when I accomplish what I want to accomplish, one way or the other, 
If it's me walking out of the arena, I'm okay with that. If it's me having control of the ASWF, even better. But I've always got a backup plan. Actually, not even a backup plan because I don't feel like it's going to be. I'm not going to need a backup plan because my primary plan is going to work. But I'm going to assign them somebody. I'm going to bring somebody in, and I'm going to give them the opportunity to jump back into the mix. But I'll have that power, and they will not be overlooked because I will never forget the sacrifice and the struggle that they put themselves through because it's going to be a war inside there. Every single match is going to be a war. I don't think anybody that steps in that squared circle is going to be the same when they leave July 28th. And so I understand that, and I will appreciate what they've done. They didn't have to do this. Mark Wolf didn't have to do this. He could have told me no. I mean, the money was really good. But you know what? They didn't have to do this. So I will be forever grateful for what they've done for me. And then they accomplish what we've set forth. I will be eternally grateful. But if they fall short, I'm okay with that. Because either way, these guys have put it all on the line, and they're going to put it all on the line. And you're going to see that when you pay for an attendance in that arena. Well, bad Brad, you know, we, we were talking scenarios if they lose one match or the other. What if they lose both matches? I mean, what if they lose it all? Because where do they go from there? Because if they lost it all, not only did they cost another man his job, but now they have virtually nowhere to go because they've lost not only the tag team titles, but the the guy that was giving them an opportunity. Well, you know, that's a really great question. And it's, it's something that I haven't thought of because I don't really view losing as an option, but in being myself and calculating and, and you know, cunning, you have to have some form of thought in that. And to be honest with you, here, here's my answer. The fact that the God-given talents of both of those individuals is so superior, is so great, and is so grand that I don't even think a company like ASWF could keep them down for very long. So before I step through that locker room door and out the back door and I ride away into the sunset should we lose both matches. I would look at those guys and I would shake their hand. I would offer them words of encouragement. I would tell them thank you. And then I would also tell them to keep grinding away because eventually, like it's been said time and time again, I think Macho Man said it best, the cream rises to the top. And you're not going to keep those guys down for long. And if it's not an ASWF, some promotion somewhere will pick them guys, these guys up. So their future's bright. And we know that there are risks. We know that there are rewards. And we're looking forward to the rewards. So, you know, there, there's my mindset should we lose both. But I don't dwell on that very often because I just don't see that as being a possibility. We are too good. We are too loaded and we are too ready. And I'm telling you right now, I understand that we're facing 
a huge task in the Manai, and I understand greatly the, the, the task that's in front of those two guys, A.D. and Max Sky, in the dirty little game. You, you, you don't stay around this business for 40-plus years, and you don't have tag team gold at that age. You know, you said you didn't want to date them. I will. You don't have tag team titles in a young man's sport at that age without being really, really good. So there's, there's been preparation made. There's been plans set in place, and there's been a lot and a lot and a lot and a lot of preparation, again, for this. We get it. Dirty Little Day's been everywhere in the Mid-South. And, and so that's where I think that, that people are going to make this problematic for themselves is that they're underestimating what's really going on. Well, Brad, one thing I want to talk to you about, uh, you know, we've talked about the tag match. Let's talk about the other match that your gentleman's involved in, a match that you seemingly didn't want to see happen. You've been avoiding it. You and Mark have been avoiding this at all costs, and now there's no more avoiding it. This Saturday night, it will be for the ASWF Championship as the number one ranked challenger, Steve-O, is going to take on Mark Wolf for the ASWF Championship. And, you know, you and Mark have made a lot of comments talking to me about how you don't believe that Steve-O's ready for the bright lights in the main stage of the main event. You think that's going to be his ultimate downfall. <clears throat> is that still your thought less than 48 hours before the main event? Well, you know, I've, I've actually pondered this over the last couple of days. <laughs> and, you know, I, I talked to Mark, and I said, Mark, take it easy. Because, you know, dude, I'm telling you right now, I don't think you understand what really Mark Wolf is all about. Um, you know, to see him, it, it's, it's, it's a totally different person. When you take away the element of, being confined by a company. That dude is absolutely, in, I mean, he is a beast. Like, Mark Wolf is a very fitting name for him. Um, and so I try to make all my conversations over the phone because I really don't want to get too close because, like I said, no right man, no sane man is going to get in, inside the cage with a hungry wolf because you, there, nothing good could come out of that. But I would be a hypocrite to sit here and say that, you know, that Steve-O's not ready, da 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 because you know what? I've gone back and I've done a little bit more digging. I've done some research. He is a former champion in other promotions. He's the number one contender for a reason. The guy has put together a really impressive string of victories. He's endured a lot of odds, some set forth by me, but he's earned it, and and Mark Wolf is, is ready to defend that championship. He doesn't have a choice, but he's ready. And, and he's going to do what he can in that, you know, championship match to make sure that he takes away what Steve-O thinks is rightfully his, but Mark Wolf's got. And that's going to be that heavyweight title. Well, well uh, Brad, sorry to sorry if I cut you off here. My, my thought is, 
are you worried that if if Steve-O wins this match against Mark Wolf, I mean, he's coming for you, man. After after making him fight Asa Morta at this last LFW show, he said he's going to do it, but he's coming for, for you afterwards. So what – and even if he lost the title match, I mean – He's a man with his back to the wall like a caged animal with nothing to lose. What what well, happens? Let me correct you there. It would be ASWF, not LFW. Um, but what happens if he wins and Mark Wolf loses? Well, certainly I'm sure that Mark Wolf would probably, more than likely, uh, enlist his rematch clause. And, you know, without... I mean, and I'll be honest with you. I've told these guys beforehand, I said, you know, I've given these guys the opportunity. This is something that nobody knows. Here's an all-access, transparent moment. I I told these guys, I said, guys, I understand that, that... each one of you guys has the opportunity of a lifetime July 28th. Mark to defend his title, AD and Max to gain titles. And I said, you know what? If you guys want to focus on that and you want to focus on that alone, I will scramble and I will figure something out and we'll put together another team. And they told me absolutely not. They ensured me that they were athletes, that they were competitors, that they were hungry, and that they had something to prove, and that was a clean sweep at Fight for Freedom. So I'm not worried about Steve-O winning at all, because I think as good as Steve-O has become in the last year, year and a half, I believe that Mark Wolf, after being humiliated, and you know why, after being humiliated and now having the rightful title that he deserves, huh, it's going to do anything and everything in his power, whether that's rip Steve-O limb from limb, whether that's submit Steve-O, whether that's infuse him with the canvas, or actually make him a part of his forearm, we will not have a new champion in the heavyweight division on July 28th. Brad, I got to ask. I mean, we're 48 hours away. Take us in this week and what it's like, the preparations for a big night, not only for yourself, how you're preparing, but how Max, A.D., and the ASWF champion, Mark Wolf, are preparing. Are you guys trying to take it easy, stay loose, or are you guys hitting the gym hard and just continuing to grind it out? Well, I can tell you right now that that uh, I don't know if you've seen the physique of, of Max Stone and AD Sky, but those guys are gym rats, dude. Those guys are in the gym constantly. They wake up. They work out. They train. They go to bed. They wake up. They train. I've never met physically fit 
athletes in my entire life. I mean, they are absolute students of the game when it comes to this business. They, 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 the, you know, I, I've said it before. They've asked me time and time again, you know, you know, we know that you've had champions in the past that you've been, you know, had tag team champions. And I tell them, Hey, this is, this is what those guys have done with me kind of helping guide them. I'm going to tell you right now in, in the champions that I've had in the past with the infamous connection, this is by far these two athletes, the most superior specimens I've ever had the pleasure of even being around. And Michael, you know, that speaks volumes. I'm telling you, double J may not agree with it, but I'm telling you, I think these guys are better than full throttle. I think they have the, the speed and, and, and for guys of their size, the power to get what's accomplished. And Mark Wolf. What he's been doing, <laughs> what he does best, being Mark Wolf. Have you seen him? The guy is an absolute just mountainous dude. He doesn't care. He's probably right now sipping a cold one, chilling, because you know what? He's good enough. He's strong enough. And, and I would put him against anybody I've had in the past with the complete and utmost confidence that he would get the job done. Well, Brad, I caution against overconfidence in this case. A lot of people are saying that Mark Wolf has never faced a challenge like he's going to get from Steve-O. And Steve-O, a lot of people are also calling him the most dangerous challenger that Mark Wolf has ever faced. Uh, I mean, maybe he is. and I mean, to his credit. He's done things that, that I've actually kind of sat back and <laughs> – I mean, he's done things that that you just sit back and blow your mind. You don't give the guy a chance, and yet he's there. And, you know, unfortunately, a slip of the tongue by me kind of got Mark in a bad situation. We've talked about it. There's no issue there. Mark actually looked at me, and he said, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that that happened. AD and Max said the same thing that they're grateful for this because number one, it's an opportunity to for Matt, uh, for excuse me, Mark uh, to shed the paper champion moniker that he's that he's carried around by both you guys and the fans and and, and, and Gerald and Joey and all these guys. He's, this paper champion, he's ready to 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 abolish that to get rid of that. And so I do wonder. And I, I don't want your opinion. You've talked to Steve-O, Michael. Is Steve-O ready for a guy who's out to just to prove himself as a rightful champion? You know the disrespect he suffered at the hands of ASWF management by forcing him to take matches he didn't want to, to have, by forcing him to hold a belt that he didn't even belong in the same class as Mark. Is Steve-O ready? Well, for a man who has actually gone up against Cataclysm and, and a few others now. So you tell me, is Steve-O ready for someone who's out to, that, that has a point to prove himself? Well, Brad, I absolutely believe Steve-O's ready. I've been in contact with Steve-O in these three weeks leading up that we've had off, leading up to this Saturday night in the Valiant Arena 
at 201 Highway 367 North in Tuckerman. He's isolated himself from his family. The man has gone out of town to train. He wants no distractions. I've never seen Steve-O this focused as what he is on this opportunity, Brad. And I believe that makes for a very dangerous number one contender. Would you agree? Oh, you know what, though? We wouldn't want it any other way. You know, this is what we want. Mark Wolf told me specifically, he said, I do not want a 25% Stevo. I don't want a 50% Stevo. I want a 110% ready to go, all hands on deck Stevo. And, and that's great. I love it. Mark loves it. Because you know what? This is the chance to drop the paper championship title that, that you guys have given him and to legitimize his championship. I've always said that a true champion is one who has defended this title. Mark Wolf's done that. When he puts another notch on that mantle and he writes Steve-O underneath it, then maybe, just maybe, you guys will give him the respect and then later on that night when he secures another victory, then there's no question of just how legitimate these guys really are. Cody, I mean, real quick, before we let Bad Brad go here for the top of the hour break, is there anything left you have for him heading into this Saturday night? And fans, I encourage you to call in, 347-989-1171. Let your voices be heard, and let the commissioner know exactly how you feel about him. Well, uh, before we let you go, Brad, we know you're busy, uh, especially getting your mindset into the Fight for Freedom show. Uh, we we mentioned Steve-O, he's been out of town training, training like a madman, going to dark places to to make sure that he's ready for the wolf himself. Speaking of going to a dark side, what are your thoughts on what Joey Britt had posted on the ASWF page earlier this week? Did, do you think that we may have seen the darkest side of Joey Britt and are you ready to face the darkest side of Joey Britt and the wrath uh, that he and the Manai plan to bring upon Team 99%? <laughs> uh, you want to talk about dark places there. What was your name? Cody. Cody. Yes, sir. Why don't you ask your co-host over there about dark places? Because, see, I'll address that real quick. (laughs) See, I was minding my own business, and I was handling my business, and a video pops up. And who else is it but Mr. English himself? William Cage. And he said that he's coming for a pound of my flesh. And then, lo and behold, Hypnotic joins in. Then the ringleader. 
I would call him the psychotic savior, but apparently he's going to be an executioner on Saturday night. And then, out of nowhere, after 18 years in this business, (laughs) just to show you the magnitude of what we're dealing with here, 18 years, our fearless, faithful, tough guy, Commissioner Joey Britt, wants to drop a video. Well, you know, Cody, I don't know if you know it or not, or you've ever experienced it, but when your life's been threatened and the team you're facing is calling for a pound of flesh, well, it kind of puts you and your life and your mindset in a dark place. And Michael Carnahan got to experience a little bit of that last night when I introduced him to the Suicide King, who's also involved in a very, very... Dark match, shall we say. So, I'm ready. The question should be, as evil as I am, and as heartless as I am, and a scumbag that I am, it's gotten way worse since this pound of flesh and my physical safety's been threatened. So, I'm going to hang on the line and listen, and I will encourage the trash excuse me, the fans to call in if they want to ask me a question. I'll be more than happy to come back on and answer it. If they just want to run me down like they do on social media, that's fine too. Because you know what? It's going to be their venue to get to me because we know that they're not going to be there on Saturday because they they just don't. They're keyboard warriors that wait for the ASWF Worldwide on YouTube to drop the show so they can watch it. They're cheap. They're cheap. So here's your chance, here's your forum to get at me, to call in 347-989-1171. Or you can still continue to do it on social media, and you can run me down, and you can talk all this junk that you want to, because I, I listen and I pay attention. I don't necessarily lead any credence to it, but I see it. Or you can show up and you can do your part in trying to eradicate the cancer, as I've been called, by Michael Carnahan. So, Michael, you know, the floor is yours. I'm going to go ahead and fade off into the darkness here. (laughs) Why don't you explain to Cody kind of what you experienced last night? You want to talk about dark places. I've known you for six years, Michael. Have you ever seen this side of me? Well, that is a good good point. I I have absolutely never experienced what I experienced last night, and we're going to get into that right now. Cody, I'm not sure if you saw what was sent in to ASWF, uh, their Facebook page this morning, but... The scariest night of my life occurred last night. As all I got was a message from Bad Brad with coordinates. And obviously now, smartphones, you can put coordinates in to your GPS and be able to go find them. So I put my coordinates in, and sure enough, 
it led me to a bad grad was waiting for me and just I I don't even like to think about this but we we know what happened we know that we know that Ray came Let's put it this way. Ray is about to take this to a whole nother level. And I never thought I'd say this, but I am legitimately worried for Asa Morton this Saturday night in the Tuckerman Street fight. Oh, um, as are the fans, we have, we have never seen this side of Ray Ray before. Ray Ray, they don't call him the Suicide King for nothing. He's known You have to kill him Before you beat him And that's if you can But And that's if He doesn't kill himself Trying to beat you first This has been a The stakes are high in this match This is a A Tuckerman street fight we're talking about And It's Not even a match It's a fight and we've seen the chaos that Asa Morta can bring out. Even even the group she's in, the Manai, they are all about chaos. That's what they live, eat, sleep, and breathe. So I, I think back to um, Ray Ray's victory over Hypnotic a few weeks back. It makes me wonder, does this victory over Hypnotic, does that give Ray a... Uh, is it going to give him a confidence boost going into the match? It, or does it kind of give him an advantage? Or now that he's facing Ada Morta, or Asa Morta, who he's faced several times in the past, or at least thrown hands with, I mean, you know, is it going to cause him to bring out a side of him we've never seen before against Asa Morta? And seeing him in that in in the video he posted being in the cemetery we may have just seen the darkest side of ray and like any war there's always a dark side to it absolutely and i mean that's the scary part about it you know I, uh, the suicide king was always spoke with reverence when you reference the Suicide King. I've been in this business for going on four years now, and I've never seen it. And I I unfortunately experienced just a little bit of what type of craziness went on or goes on in the mind of the Suicide King. It, you know, the thing is, Asa being the mental leader of the Manai, the question is, if she loses or if she's hurt badly, is the Manai going to be able to function going forward into the six-man fight for freedom? you got to ask that. That is a, that's a very good... Uh... I mean, that's a very good observation because, I mean, it's a street fight. 
match. And there's been several instances in independent wrestling where street fights have also been career injuries. So that being said, if if Asa Morta's career is ended in this match, that puts the Manai in a whole different mindset to where they want where they want payback. So it can go two ways. It can either it can either hurt them or it can motivate them. And I'll, I'll, I'm ready. I'm ready to see this this chapter. Uh, is it going to come to a close or is it going to lead to another another chapter? We're going to see Ray Ray versus Ace Morta in a Tuckerman Street fight. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be scary. Absolutely. It's going to be the scariest. I mean, the carnage that these two are going to put their bodies through. I mean, like I've said many times in talking about this matchup, they could be down the street at the Shell Station. Pinfalls count anywhere inside the city limits of Tuckerman. I've never even seen a matchup like this. It may not finish in the Valiant Arena, for crying out loud. They could go down to Foster's Cafe, order a chicken fried steak, and then somebody could get beat for the Evolution Championship. There is literally no borders. There's nothing stopping these two individuals from doing whatever they want to each other, and that as it should be, because I mean, as as I mentioned earlier, street fights they can be career enders. I'm I'm ready. The fans they are ready to see Ray and Asa go at it. They're uh, I mean, I, I who do you think has the advantage going into the match? I mean, uh, from from my perspective, Michael, who do you think's going to have the advantage? going into it well you know i'm gonna be honest and you're gonna see why later on either tonight or tomorrow i believe uh on aswf i'm actually efforting to get this released but i mean and it scares me to even go back and look at the footage but You're going to see why I've changed my thoughts in the last 24 hours. But honestly, I have got to go with the Suicide King having the advantage heading into Saturday night. I truly believe the Suicide King will stop at nothing to make sure that he regains his Evolution Championship this Saturday night at Fight for Freedom. And Asa Morta could very well become a casualty. That is a that's a that's a very that's a very good possibility. I, I am fifty fifty on this match because I've I've seen what the Manai can do. I I've seen what Asa Morta can do. I've also seen what Ray Ray can do. But the fact that this guy went out to a cemetery to send a message to Asa Morta. Morta in mythology means death. 
I believe. And so how fitting was it that Ray Ray went into a, a land of the dead, if you will, to to send a message? And the the thing that was most chilling about this message that he sent is he quoted the Psalms in the Bible, Psalms 23, 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. But he made his own version because he ended it with, because I am the evil. So that tells me that he is, not only does he have mind games of his own he can play, it it tells me that he's ready for Asa. And I'm hoping that she's ready for this side of Ray, because this is a different Ray Ray than what she's faced a few months back to capture that evolution title from. Absolutely. And now this thing just keeps, it seems like the deck keeps getting stacked up against Asa Morta, knowing the mind frame as I do now that the Suicide King is in. Late breaking word is that the Manai has been banned. From this match, from being anywhere in this match. So, if the Manai, if the Manai interfere in any way, then Asa Morta will lose the match. The deck is literally stacked in favor of the Suicide King retaining his Evolution Championship, or regaining, excuse me, his Evolution Championship, uh, uh, as he likes to call it. Well, now that now that we know that the Manai can't be in the title picture, we're getting we're getting a one one on one match, as it should be, because it is the Evolution title, and in the last few months, these two competitors have evolved into great great singles competitors. And I'm, I mean, the Evolution title itself, I mean, the thing, the thing is, is in any wrestling business, to win a title is grand. But my question to Asa Morta, to Ray Ray, is what you're putting your body on the line to do, is it going to be worth it? Absolutely. I mean, and that's exactly what it is all about. Is it going to be worth it going into this matchup? You know, Asa has stated on multiple occasions, though, that she wants to do it alone. So that could possibly play into this. I mean, you've got to give it to the fact that Asa Morta, this doesn't play a mental game with Asa. Well, but I mean, she you you've seen it when she answered the open challenge a few months back. She sent the Manai to the back. So, she's proved that she's been able to hold her own against Ray Ray. And he's left some vicious attacks on her, and I mean vicious. Beat her with the ring bell, beat her with the ring hammer. I mean, for a second, I, I thought Ray Ray was going to have to be detained by police officers and tased. And that being said, 
we know Asa can do it alone. But with with Ray, like, what, as I mentioned earlier, what can you do to a man with nothing to lose? What can you do to a man that is willing to kill himself to win a match? What can you do to a guy that's willing to do that to himself that can't already be done? Well, I can't agree with that, but we've got to take a quick commercial break, ladies and gentlemen. And when we come back, I've got a special treat for everybody. The number one ranked challenger, Steve-O. I said he's been in, in, you know, in hiding, so to speak. He's been away from Tuckerman. He's been away from Jackson County preparing for the biggest matchup of his life. When we come back, we're going to talk to Steve-O about his fight for freedom this Saturday night and the fight for the ASWF championship. We'll be back, ladies and gentlemen. Great moments are born from great opportunity. You shouldn't have any doubt in your mind about what you're supposed to do tonight and about how you're supposed to do it. This is your time. No, I don't want them to gain another yard. We got to go out there and we got to take it. Take their game and shove it right back in their face. That's how winning is done. Team is something you belong to. Something you feel. Something you have to earn. If we don't come together, it's over. And I guarantee a week won't go by in your life. You won't regret walking out, letting them get the best of it. I'll ask you one last time. To be the best that you can be. Play like champion. Win. It's about heart. It's about who can go out there and play the hardest. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. I don't care what the scoreboard says. At the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. In any fight, it's the guy who's willing to die, willing to take the hit, who's going to win that inch. Let me tell you something, you don't let anything, nothing, come between us. On this team, we fight, and we shut them down, because we can't. Are you looking for the best deals for your vaping needs and accessories? Then check out the guys at sub Vapors. With daily specials on a wide selection of mods and juices, they will surely become your one-stop shop. Ray and the guys at sub Vapors located at 6929 JFK Boulevard, Suite C in North Little Rock, Arkansas, want to see you. Join them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, but more importantly, visit the store or call 501-392-6487. sub Vapors. Vape it like you built it.
nothing left to prove Your threats I find absurd I am your hell And welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen, to Hour 2 of Talk Radio 49 and ASWF Aftermath. Being joined, of course, as always, by our resident fan, Cody. Uh, Cody, a great Hour 1. Looking forward to this in Hour 2. As Without further ado, we are going to bring him on the number one ranked challenger for the ASWF Championship, Steve-O. Steve-O, I know you've been kind of isolating yourself from everybody in Jackson County. You've isolated yourself from your family in preparation for what a lot of people call the biggest match of your career this Saturday night for the ASWS Championship. Tell us what your mindset is just a short 48 hours before you go for the ASWS Championship. My mindset um my mindset's one thing and one thing only there, Carnahan. That's uh, winning that ASWF heavyweight title, bringing it back to Sharp County where I'm from, and showing it off. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear that thing proudly. Here's here's what I'm what right now. I'm so I'm so mad right now. It ain't even funny. But I've been hearing rumors that Mark Wolf is running around bragging how he's going to just move right through me like I'm nothing. Carnahan, do you think that he's going to just mow me over? Absolutely not. And You know, I asked. We had the co-commissioner, Mr. 99%, on earlier, and I asked him about some comments that we had previously heard him say about you not being ready for the bright lights and the big stage of the main event. And he said he's gone back and you know, he regrets those comments because he has Googled you, and he knows now that you have been a champion. But he says he's still confident that Mark Wolf will re- be be victorious this Saturday night. So much so that apparently the champ has kind of had a lackadaisical training camp going into this matchup. <laughs> what's, he, what's he doing? Uh, him and Butthole Bread, they, they're out of Steak and shrimp and drinking cold beer because we all know Mark Wolf's a, beer, a resident beer drinker at ASWL. But he really needs to focus and he needs to take the next 48 hours and get his mind right because I'm telling you, Saturday night when I walk down that aisle and everything swaps over and the bell rings, it's fixing to be a different world for Mr. Mark Wolf. Me myself, I've been to the top of the to the top of the mountain. Maybe not at ASWF, but at several other promotions I have. And this is just to me, it's just another day at the office, brother. And all I can say is, Mark Wool, Saturday night, punch the time card because it's time to put in some work. Cody, you've heard from the number one contender. What do you have for him? 
Well, Steve-O, man, uh, we're first uh, glad to say uh, glad to have you on because we wanted to hear your opinions on on all that's going on. Uh, after you, if you beat Mark Wolf for the title, are you setting your focus on uh, Bad Brad for making you fight against Asa Morta? Bad Brad, his best interest, whether there's 200 fans in the audience, hating fans in the audience, or whether even his little three-man wannabe team that he's put together, even if they win, and he gets to, and he takes over. The best thing for him to do is to hire a lot of security guards because I'm going to knock the rest of his teeth down his throat. I've got a lot of a lot of hatred towards the man. Uh, you know, my mama always taught me back when I was younger. She said, "Son, hatred's for the wicked. All you got to do is forgive and forget. The forgive part, it ain't gonna happen. I apologize. I ain't got it in me. The forget part, buddy, I'm like an elephant. It just stays right there in the back of my mind. And one day, Bad Brad's gonna catch himself." Slipping, Mr. What, what did he call himself? 99%? That's 99% fat ass. And whenever I get a hold of him, I'm knocking his teeth down his throat. And that you can take that one put it in the bank because it's going to happen. Well, Mike, I mean, uh, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely wouldn't disagree with Steve-O. I mean, you look at it. You asked me what I thought about the about the matchup this Saturday night. Steve-O, I'm going to be honest with you. You are on the hottest streak of anybody in professional wrestling right now. And, uh, you know, a lot of people have called you the most dangerous challenge that Mark Wolf has ever faced since becoming the ASWF champion. And I'm going to completely agree with them, Steve-O. I honestly believe that you will walk out Saturday the ASWF champion, and I believe that you are going to be the man to deal, honestly, a death blow heading into the six-man tag and the fight for freedom that Mark Wolf has to compete in later in the night. But the thing I ask you is, we we asked Brad what the mindset would it be a complete like letting the air out of the room should Mark lose the ASWF championship how do you feel it will be for team 99% when in your mindset you take the ASWF championship Mark Wolf's only worried about one thing and one thing only, as am I, and that's that ASW heavyweight title, guys. When I take what he what he values the most, what he puts above all other, and I wrap it around my waist, and I walk out of there with my hand raised, man, I'm going to tell you what, Mark Wolf ain't going to be Mark Wolf. Mark's going to be Mark Pup. Because you're going to go from this big bad wolf down to this little bitty puppy. You watch. You guys, y'all hide and watch. Be a fly on the wall. Because Mark Wolf, hey, he's been known for his long hair and his big beard, but I promise you, I take that title, he's going to shave his head and he's going to move to Mexico. Because he really, I haven't seen him defend it one time. 
I mean, without any kind of assistance, I haven't seen him one time defend that title. Carnahan, can you can you vouch otherwise? I remember a few matchups that Bad Brad did grant in the ASWF for the title, but you know, nothing to your level, so to speak. This is by far the biggest uh, title match of his reign thus far. Well, boys, I'm fixing to get back on this on this bench and bang and clang, you know, and, and get get ready. So, if y'all would pass the word along, I don't care if it gets back to Bud or if it gets back to Mark Wolf. The juggernaut of pain, the juggernaut of force, Steve-O, is going to be ready this Saturday night, July 28th, at the Valiant Arena. All right, guys? All right, Vlad and clear, Steve-O. We can't wait for it. We look forward to seeing that, and good luck to you. As that was the number one ranked challenger for the ASWF championship, supremely confident just 48 hours before the biggest match of his career. Cody, I, I mean, I have a hard time agree- disagreeing with some of the stuff he said about the champ. Uh, absolutely. I mean, the past few times we've seen Mark Wolf, he's been in non title defenses, and the last, uh, and the times we have seen him defend his title, he is, he's resorted to uh, not-so-orthodox tactics to uh, to defend that title. But it, uh, if you don't mind, uh, uh, think of this as a segue. We, we talk about Steve-O and how he's the number one contender for the ASWF title. Let's talk about the man he beat to become number one contender, and uh, Leo Keegan, I believe. Uh, let's talk about his submission matchup against Insane Shane. That's going to be one of those matches that we that we mentioned earlier. It could be anywhere on the card, and it could be a main event quality match. We've seen Shane beat him beat him via countout a few weeks back, choked him out on the outside of the ring, and then during the Fatal Four Way match with Insane Shane, Sloppy Slade Sludge. The unhinged William Cage and Leo Keegan, we've seen that he had some submissions of his own and choked Shane out. So, your thoughts on uh, on do you think Shane's uh, MMA experience will fare well against Leo Keegan once again, or do you think Leo Keegan's size will help him in this match? Ah, uh, you know the thing is with this, I, I have to give. In a submission matchup, in a pure submission matchup, you have to give the edge to Shane. The MMA background, the fact that he's a master of so many submissions and ways to get into those submissions, you have to give the advantage to insane Shane. But I believe that Leo Keegan has shown a new wrinkle in his, in his repertoire, so to speak, and the fact that he was able to choke out using the rear naked choke, he was able to choke out Insane Shane at the last show three weeks ago. So, I mean, this one, another one that, like I said, it can be a main event anywhere because this thing, in my opinion, is a pick'em. Exactly. I mean, uh, it's anyone's ball game. Leo Keegan has the size. 
Insane Shane. He's got he's got the MMA background. We've seen Insane Shane choke Keegan out, and we've seen it vice versa. So this is one of those matches, kind of like Ray Ray and Ace Morta. Any match on the card, it it's it could be anyone's ball game here, man, or anyone's match. And uh, I think what Shane makes up in or lacks in size, he makes up in in uh, speed and agility and knowledge. And to counter that, you got Leo Keegan, who has the size. He, he's agile himself. And now that he's getting a few uh, new moves in his repertoire, I mean, we're in. You're in for a treat. We're the fans at ASWF. We're they're all going to be in for a treat in this match. Absolutely, everybody is going to be in a tr- in for a treat in this match. And you know, a man who does have an who might have an interesting take on everything that's going to happen this Saturday night in the Valiant Arena in the fight for freedom is our own resident superfan, Alex, and he has finally made his appearance. He's called in, and without further ado, we want to bring him on. Alex, how are you doing? Just 48 hours. I know the nerves have got to be getting to you. Oh, there is no nerves, but I am, I am upset with you, Banana Hat. I have to You're go away for I yes, I go away for a little bit and you will replace me with a regular fan. I am super fan. Do not ever try to replace me again. But Cody, you are cool. I like you. You're a good dude. I well dang. I I, I would never replace you, Alex. You, that is what you try to do. You try to replace me, but it's okay though. I have hectic schedule. You know these these things are not going to stop themselves. Okay, I have stuff to do, but I am okay for doing show. I am back, Cody. You you are okay, but but do not ever think you can replace the Alex. Just well, uh, listening to the uh, show, I don't I think you would be hard to replace anyway, Alex. Uh, I'm just on this show to have a good time, and hey, I love hearing what you have to say. So, so what are your thoughts on on the show so far, and the uh, and the upcoming show, Fight for Freedom? Oh, it is very good. Right the second, though, I am looking at four deer in the pasture across the road. They are beautiful, but not as beautiful as Fight for Freedom would be. Ha <laughs> ha! Good transition right there. No, it would be great show. It would be awesome. I could not believe the matches. It is, I am like, oh, my God. It is just so good. You know, it, this is anniversary show type stuff. Yes? I mean. Absolutely. I, I, I don't Absolutely. even know how to explain it. I am just like, oh, my God, this is nice. You you got uh, the, the Leo Keegan. And the insane chain. I'll be honest, though, my money is on Keegan because he will sit on Shane and Shane will not be able to get up. <laughs> that was good. That that was uh, a Alex, good one, Alex. I don't think I don't think you uh, like oh insane Shane too much. You call him a child and. It seems like you doubt him a little bit, but, you know, you should know better than anybody. No, 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 no. Michael Bananahan, shut up. I am talking. 
Okay? Okay. No, it is not that I do not like him. It is that he is so small in a world of giants. Okay? He has to come from bottom and work his way up. He is Because he is so little. If he was to try to hit me, he would punch me straight in my kneecap. That is how little he is. Okay? I mean, I am all for it if he wins. And, you know, I, I'm like, yes, little dude, you did it. But, I mean, he looks like a child that stole the little tattoo sleeves from the dollar store. Okay? He's itty-bitty. But it's okay, though, because he has heart. He has lots of heart. And I am looking forward to this. Absolutely. You can't question the heart of Insane Shane. And I believe that's what's going to get him through this matchup coming up Saturday night on Fight for Freedom. He's going to be able to use that heart. And he's going to be able to use that submission background to be able to put uh, Leo Keegan to sleep. What he needs to do is run in circles around the ring and have Keegan chase him. And then Keegan will get tired and fall over, and then Shane just gets behind him. Ah, choked out. That would be good strategy. Yes? Uh, I mean, that is a very good strategy to uh, to try to uh, wind the big man down. But, I mean, he is the nocturnal flame. Do you think... Do you think uh, running around in the ring, do you think Shane will be able to to put out the flame? Did you just call Keegan a flamer? That is not nice. Okay, we are in an age now that we cannot do that. That is not politically politically correct. But it is okay. I give you pass. You are at least smarter than banana hats. Well, I, I do appreciate that. And, uh, I mean, hey, I'm a fan of Alex the Superfan. So, uh, that being said, we we talked about the uh, Leo Keegan and Shane. I want to know your thoughts on uh, on the street fight coming up with with Ray Ray and Asa Morta. What what are your thoughts, Alex? Oh, that is hard one to call because Asa Morta is um. What is word? Bonkers. She is crazy. But Rere, as I have said before on here, he will beat up a child. He does not care. So hitting a woman is no big deal to him. Okay? But if you involve weaponry and balls count anywhere, and what did Michael say earlier? Chicken fried steak or something? you know, from some cafe down the cafe down there, okay, you involve that stuff, then it is hard call because the Acer could take a, 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 a chair and just start wailing on Larry multiple, 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 multiple times until he is unconscious. But then you turn around and Larry, he he grab a chair and dive out of the ring with the chair in his hand, take a seat in midair and kick her in the face. He don't care. So that is hard call. But my money is on Asa Morta. Well, Alex, have you have you got to see the uh the video of Ray Ray in the cemetery? Oh yes, I saw that very much. That creeped me out. I was sitting there thinking, has he, he joined them and I? Because they usually the ones that do this crazy stuff. 
And this dude's over here lighting fires. Looks like he set his part on fire or something because all that smoke came out. But no, he just, he's standing there with tombstone and fire. And I'm just like, I'm going to turn my phone off now. That's kind of scared of me. Well, definitely a scary situation for Asa Morta this Saturday night. And, I mean, you said that you give Asa Morta the win in your opinion that Asa Morta is going to be able to pick up the victory. Okay. I I don't know. This is the first time. Can I explain myself on the reason for that? Yes, sir. Asa Morta has every to lose. Not only the championship, but the respect. She is a woman in a man's world. She has put herself in this place. And if she is to um, fall or fall from grace or whatever, where does she go from there? Because her reputation and her credibility will plummet. Did I say that right? That sounded right, yes. That is what I was looking for. If that does make sense, yes? Absolutely, it makes sense. And we're going to go ahead and ask you about another match that, Alex, I believe is right up your alley. I mean, it seems like a good old fight. The Rumble for Freedom. This Saturday night, the Invitational Rumble. I mean, the best talent from all around the Mid-South are coming for a shot at the ASWF championship that goes to the winner of this Rumble for Freedom. Only way to be eliminated over the top rope and both feet must hit the floor. I mean, I got to ask you, Alex, who's the favorite in your mind? Well, it's hard to say because I do not know all the people that are in this. Because there, I know there being open invitation in the I know there will be surprises, people i never seen before or I do not expect. So it's hard to understand. Um, it's hard to, uh, what's this word, uh, to comprehend who will win this. But my money is on, if he is in it, which I think he will be, the uh, the guy that calls himself main event, but he keeps being in opening matches. What's his name? Uh, Curtis Dawn. Curtis Dawn. Yes. yes. I like him. He is funny. He calls himself main event, but he is in first match. It is irony it is best. Yes. It is hilarious. Well, I mean, you, you, you talk about the main event, Curtis Dawn. What did you think a couple of weeks ago when Curtis was in the main event? Was that a shocker for you, Alex? No, I think they just threw him a bone. <laughs> that is funny, yes. I am good. I am funny. No, it was no. good. It is you know, it he did he got to do something at least. But I still like the guy. He is very good. He's agile for Pat Guy. So I mean I gotta agree. Curtis Dawn has gotta be one of the leaders in the locker room, but one person that's been very vocal on Facebook as far as the uh, fight for freedom goes is Carter Matthews. Carter Matthews Who? has been all over Facebook this week. Carter Matthews, oh. one of our competitors. Oh, 
the guy that comes out with the surgical mask? Yeah. The one that he has the weird black mask like he is scared he is going to catch the bird flu? Yes. I, that guy yeah. is okay. Yes. Yeah. He is okay. He is intense, but he is loudmouth. He is, uh, what is word I am looking for? Braghart. I, I think that is the right word. Uh, he, he, he brags about things before he does them, and then he does not do them. So it's hard to get behind a guy like that. But he is young. He has not been doing it for long, I don't believe. So he, he will, uh, he will, uh, I think he will do good, but I don't believe he will win. He has had a heck of a 2018 thus far, so it will be interesting to see what happens as far as the uh, Rumble for Freedom goes. As he has set his sights on potentially challenging for the ASWF championship, and that's going to be the quickest way to do it. I mean, Alex, you talked about surprises. Is there any chance we're going to see Alex the super fan in the 30-man or the uh, okay. open invitational, excuse me, rumble? Okay. I actually have I, – I tried to train, but then I realized I have a bad hip and I am old. So it did not go like I planned. But I really thought about it, but I, it will not happen. No – no, my my wife said if I try to do this and get hurt, that she will beat me. And believe me, she will. She is mean. She is very mean. I am scared of her. Do not tell her, tell her I told you that. I I promise, well, Alex. Your secret's safe with me. Um, one of the things I would like to mention. I mean, uh, Alex mentions that you know. He would hope to see the main event Curtis Dawn in the in the uh, in the Rumble. What what about the uh, the man himself who won the uh, won the Fatal Four Way match to get the final spot in Leo Keegan? How well do you think he's going to fare? Because in these Rumble style matches, these the the higher the number you are, the I mean the bigger the advantage you have. Not necessarily. I cannot talk straight. Not necessarily. I don't even know if I'm saying that word right. Necessarily. Okay? Because you look at it, uh, the act, like the WWE Royal Rumble thingy. The guy that starts the match has won just as many as the guys that have ended matches. I believe that is close number at least. So it is not... It is an advantage, but then it is not because it is all dependent on your your heart that you put into it. Yes, and I mean, I pick Curtis Dawn. What if Curtis Dawn is next to last? He kicked Leo Keegan in the face. Oh! Yes, I did kung fu sound. It is okay though. I I mean, that's hard to argue with. As far as that goes, Alex, you're definitely very true as far as that goes. Anybody, anybody could win this thing in the um, ASWF, and anything can happen in the ASWF, as we all know. But Especially since we do not know who is in it and what the order is. The only person we know about is the Keegan. 
Absolutely. Another guy a lot of people aren't mentioning, but Mr. Golden Ticket, Hypnotic. He could potentially go Ooh. in there and come out with two guaranteed title opportunities. Ooh, that's a scary dude. He looks like he wants to eat my soul. I don't like him. I like him, but I don't want to be around him, I should say. He scares the crap out of me. That guy is crazy. I don't. I was not around when the hypnotic came about, but whatever happened to that guy, they screwed his brain up big time. Uh, I believe they said they showed him the way, Alex. Well, they need to show him the way to a psychiatrist. I, I mean, definitely <laughs> I <am funny>. true. <laughs> definitely I am very true. funny, yes. Okay, yes, very there's funny, too much Alex. dead air. Keep talking. Well, one, uh, another matchup that we got to get your opinion on before we get to Saturday, the ASWF Championship match. Finally. Finally, the number one ranked challenger, uh, Steve-O, will get his title shot against the ASWF champion, Mark Wolf. It is about time. I mean... Absolutely. Okay. Let me put it to you this way. If it was beer drinking contest, would be a draw. If it was a hot dog eating contest, Mark Wolf all the way. But this is a wrestling match. I go with Steve-O, number one. He is awesome. Even though he looks like a giant bottle of Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> that is good. <laughs> it, it is very good. I agree. Cody, what do you think about that? He, you've heard the pick right there from Alex. He says that Steve-O is going to be the brand new ASWF champion. Well... Well, Michael and Alex, I think a lot of fans would would agree with Alex's pick. I mean, uh, Steve-O, he's got, he's got that heavyweight title to match to focus on. Mark Wolf, he's got that match. And then the match that is a absolute deal breaker, that is a career, uh, that is a potential career ender. Um that being said, I, I mean, I agree. I, I have to agree with Alex. I think Steve-O has the advantage in this World Heavyweight Championship match. Uh, now, I, I do... Uh, I would agree with both of you. I would agree with both of you. Net, uh, once again, the most... Da- a lot of people are saying the most dangerous challenge that the champion, Mark Wolf, has ever faced since becoming the AWF champion. I mean, very, very... Mark Wolf has got to be clutching that title. Honestly, in my opinion, he's got he to be... He's clutching the title like I am clutching my beer. <laughs> Sorry, Alex, I, I have to... Ask, then, if, if you say that, what's the beer of choice of the super fan? Whatever is cheapest. So basically, what everybody in Arkansas's favorite beer is. I mean, we like cheap, we like cheap, and we like beer. So I mean, but I you are retarded. Speak, speak for know, yourself, you know banana you hands. Like, you I'm a Dosaki guy, but you, uh, banana hands. You know you like the daiquiris because you're kind of. 
But he's okay, though. I do we not love like you the anyway. <laughs> I do not like the daiquiris, and I'm not hee-hee. Now, what did you say, Cody? <laughs> what did you say, Cody? I, well, you said everybody in Arkansas prefers cheap beer. Speak for yourself, banana hands. I am a Dos Equis guy. I am a man of class. Unfortunately, I'm on a diet, so I can't drink the beer. So, Alex, buddy, have one for me. Well, if you are going to buy it, I will drink it. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Well, well um, I mean, be, uh, before we even let Alex get off here, let's get Alex's thought on the uh, tag team title match with the Dirty Little Gang versus Max Stone and A.D. Sky. Let, what are your thoughts on this, Alex? Max Stone and A.D., all the way. I don't like Dirty Little Gang. I don't like Max and AD, but I hate Dirty Little Gang. I don't like them. They never show up. I don't like them at all. They are Dirty Little Dave looks like he died eight years ago. Okay? I mean, come on. You guys... uh, (laughs) But the thing is, you'll never know who will be with, with Dave. You know, Dirty Little Gang, they stretch out all over the place. They are like the Dudleys. There are so many of them, you cannot keep up. But either way it goes. I am, I am, unfortunately, I am rooting for Max Stone and A.D. Sky. Well, now, Alex, could, you um, say the, uh, could you say the same thing for, the, uh, for, the, our, uh, for our big main event, the six-man tag match? Are you still mo- rooting for... Uh, Max Stone and A.D. Sky, or are you rooting for the uh, the fan favorites in the Manai? No, oh, that is a dumb question. That is a really dumb question. Who do you think? I am ASWS superfan. If there is no ASWS, there is no superfan. Of course I am going for ASWS and for the Manai. I hope they rip their souls out. And how would they turn this? They devoured their souls so that they, they, they personify evilness and go, oh, I cannot think straight. Oh, my goodness, that is very good, going to be devastating match. But ASWF, all the way. I got a little rambunctious there. Well, I mean, Alex, this matchup has a lot to it. So, I mean, everybody's getting a little rambunctious. Everybody in the uh, in the office today, you can see the antsiness as we get closer. You know, everybody's on edge, not sure what's going to happen Saturday night with this matchup. Oh yes, it is understandable. I mean, honestly and truthfully, you look at that you have six of the best wrestlers in the state of Arkansas. You have older guys that know what they are doing. You have young guys who have learned from the best and are, are, are gaining experience more and more every day that are hungry for that spot. The thing is, you have that on both teams. So the question is, who is hungrier? I completely agree with that statement. Who will be hungrier? You know, the thing is, this matchup has so many moving parts. I mean, and then you throw on top of that, should there be 200 paid uh, in paid attendance Saturday night, then 
Bad Brad puts his 49.5% on the line. And I completely think that there's going to be more than 200 people to see this card live. It's the only way you can see the biggest card in ASWF. In ASWF as long as nobody sits in my seat. As long as no one sits in my seat. That is my seat. Absolutely. Nobody sit in Alex's seat. Nobody sit in Alex's seat. I it will, may very well be standing I will room kick a only. Fool. I will kick a fool. Yes? I mean... He, Fans, you've heard it. Don't don't get it out. It's a seat. Stay away from that seat. That is reserved specifically for Alex, the ASWF superfan. It is in the north-southwest corner on the eastern-west side of the the south-central end. That is what it is at. You'll remember that, Cody. Absolutely. We'll make sure to put a a reserved sign for you, Alex. On the seat, just so that we can make sure nobody sits in your seat. Okay. Very good. But, I mean, one way or the other, like I was saying, one way or the other, the whole future of the ASWF rides on this match. Oh, yes, it does. It is, I mean, it is of grand proportion. I mean... You know, you. The brand wants to to take ASWF away from the Tuckerman. He wants to create something else. And no, we want that there. That is our home. We do not want the brand telling us that this is what you are going to see. No, we want to see what we want to see. Yes. Absolutely. 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 Well, these mosquitoes are bad. I'm actually going to give you a chance to speak with the captain of Team ASWF. The infamous one, Double J, is on the line, and he wants to address the ASWF fans and you, Alex, the super fan, before this Saturday night, just 48 hours before the biggest night in ASWF history. Double J, are you Oh, my goodness. Come here. Double J, the floor is yours just 48 hours before the biggest night in your career. How are you feeling? So, rephrase that, the biggest what? The biggest night in your career? Well, uh, it's, yeah, yeah, I can say it is because, uh, uh, you know, I've been watching, of course, I've been following it very closely, of uh, William and uh, talking cryptic and scary and whatever, whatnot. I mean, like, uh, like a guy said before, bring your creepiness, bring your confidence, bring all you got. Because, uh, like the saying always goes, July the 28th, it's put up. And we're going to shut you up July the 28th. ASWF is going to shut you up. Alex, well, Cody, uh, do you have anything for the infamous one? Well, the, uh, I mean, Double J, I mean, well, the first thing I want to ask is, I mean, how how you feeling today? I mean, a month ago, you didn't know if you were going to be able to walk again. 
you know, I, we, I want to get your thoughts on behalf of the uh, ASWF fan base. How you feeling, bud? Yeah, that's that's uh, that's a good question because uh, the thing is, uh, uh, hold on, I gotta talk to somebody real quick. Hold on, just a minute. Hold on a minute. Oh my goodness! Well, always busy is the infamous one. Uh, you gotta know that wheeling and dealing. Just 48 hours before this event, obviously, he's got tons of people, interview requests flooding his inbox, and, I mean, this thing is, this thing is big, ladies and gentlemen. I I, I can't say that enough. And, Alex, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a little bit nervous. Can you imagine what the ASWF would look like with Bad Brad at the helm? No, I don't want to. I don't like it at all. It is like bad vodka. It is just not good. Not good at all. No, I mean, and that would be a... I I keep bringing up alcohol like I'm an alcoholic or something. I am not alcoholic. So quit trying to make me sound like one, Michael. It is not nice. (laughs) Cody, I posed the same question to you. I mean, obviously, there's tons of nerves within the front office of the ASWF just 48 hours before this event. How nervous are you right now being a general fan? I mean, I'm I'm nervous. I mean, you know, I mean, as a fan, I, I love the professional wrestling industry as a whole. And as a fan, it it concerns me because either way, the whole landscape of ASWF is going to change regardless. I mean, if Bad Brad takes over, I mean, the, what we what we see now, and some of the some of the things he's made as or some of the decisions he's made as commissioner, that was only half his decision. Now we have we'd have him a hundred percent decision maker or ninety nine percent decision maker and shot caller. So that that puts me in the uh, it puts me in a bind or at least some concern of how ASWF is going to look team win. Now, Joe Joey Britt and Rock and Ricky and Double J's, I believe they want what's best for the ASWF is a company for its talent and for its fans. And should their team win, I mean, I know they're going to do the best they can to keep the fans pleased. So it either way, it's a landscape changing match. Absolutely nothing. There could never be another there is no bigger match than what is going to happen this Saturday night inside of the Valiant Arena. The scariest, scariest individual, scariest situation could come true. <coughs> A- Alex, I'll, I'll, I'll but, get but, your final hey, words. Get out of my yard. But, uh, Michael, I have to go. The, the neighbor is trying to kick my pig. Okay, I have to go now. Let me... The, the, Goodbye. Okay, goodbye. And there we go. Alex obviously preoccupied with kicking pigs. 
or the neighbor, excuse me, kicking his pig in this uh, for this event. But, ladies and gentlemen, I'm I'm just going to speak to you directly. You have got to come out this Saturday night if you if you've ever wanted to go to an ASWF event this is the one to go to. You've got to pack that house and you've got to show your support to team ASWF and the, the winners, hopefully of this fight for freedom. Should we want to maintain this professional wrestling company that we all love? Uh, I couldn't agree more, Michael. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, it is almost a must if if you if you want to see ASWF continue to be one of the greatest companies in the mid south area right now is the time to do it us as fans and as uh, of the sport and as a, and of the company we need to go there and we need to show our support because Team ASWF, they need us now more than ever because they're not fighting just for their company. They're fighting for the men in the back that want a chance. And they're fighting to keep a company going. That way they can continue to bring a great product to the fans. So it is important that you be here this Saturday night. Doors open at five thirty. Five dollars is the admission. Invite your family, invite your friends, invite distant relatives, invite your friends' relatives. If you got a girlfriend, invite her family. Bring everybody you can because we need you here. If you wanna if you wanna see bad Brad gone, bring everyone. Absolutely, and we've got our call board is lighting up here. We've got an unknown number here calling in to uh, speak with us. Caller, are you with us? Michael and right now ASWF needs a savior why not the psychotic savior a man that's got, that does anything to secure his win 
to bring some pain, and now he's getting the opportunity to do that. And that was a very loud and clear message to Bad Brad and the rest of Team 99%. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the infamous one has made his return, and we're going to go ahead and bring him back on to talk with us ahead of Fight for Freedom. Double J, I don't know if you just heard the message delivered loud and clear to the leader of Team 99% Bad Brad. Well, you know, remember I said I had to talk to somebody? Uh, Let's see. And... Double J, are you with us? Looks like we may no, have lost I... the. Inf- Looks like we may have lost the infamous one again. And once again, a very busy man before the biggest night in everybody in Arkansas's lifetimes. Hey, Cody, I don't believe I can accurately state just how important it is that over 200 individuals make it to the Valiant Arena this Saturday night. Oh, it it is extremely important that they be there because, as we've mentioned, and it's been mentioned all, all over social media, if we can get 200 paid fans in the building that night, we need to we need all of them there because if we can get all of them there bad brad he puts his career on the line and if you if you want to see aswf be aswf and not be brad's aswf or brad wrestling federation we need Absolutely. And ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, I implore you, you're going to come out and you're going to see things like the Tuckerman Street Fight for the ASWF Evolution Championship. You're going to see Asa Morta defend her Evolution title against the Suicide King Ray, who's taken this thing to a whole nother level. Pinfalls count anywhere inside of the city limits of Tuckerman, Arkansas. You're going to see in a submission match the nocturnal flame Leo Keegan take on Insane Shane. For the ASWS Tag Team Championship, you'll see Max Stone and AD Sky challenge 40 years of experience and Dirty Little Dave and his gang. You'll see the Rumble for Freedom where one man will punch his ticket to an ASWF championship match. Also on the card, you will see the big one for the grandest prize in the Midwest and for the ASWF championship. Mark Wolf will defend against his number one ranked challenger, Steve-O. And then it's the big one, ladies and gentlemen. The stakes could not get any higher 
for control in the ASWF, the All-Star Wrestling Federation, and let's just be honest, our way of life, period, here in the ASWF. It's going to be Team 99% consisting of Max Stone, A.D. Sky, and the current ASWF champion, Mark Wolf, as they take on as they take on the team of the ASWF, Team ASWF, being the Manai, the psychotic savior cataclysm, unhinged Will Cage, and the fractured one, Mr. Golden Ticket Hypnotic, as they fight for our freedom and our oppression from Mr. 99% himself, Bad Brad. Over 200 people paid at the door, and Bad Brad will also be putting his 49.5% on the line. Cody, I don't think there's any more you can say. We're under 48 hours away and counting slowly to the biggest night in the ASWS history. Final thought, Cody. Uh, well, uh, my final thoughts, I mean, it's a big night. It's, I mean, as a fan, uh, my nerves, they're getting worked up. All the, uh, all the ounce of energy that the fans put into the show, we know all the wrestlers as well. They are, they, they're invested in the show and they're ner- I know they've got to be nervous too. Uh, that's my final thought. Everybody come out to the show. Absolutely. And my final thought is going to be that over 200 people need to be in attendance. Like Cody said earlier, call your distant relatives, call your enemy, and make sure that they show up and pay their $5 at 201 Highway 367 North this Saturday night in Tuckerman, Arkansas. And for our final thought for the night, and heading out into Fight for Freedom, the infamous one, the captain of Team ASWF. Final thought. Just like I want to quote the greatest commissioner of ASWF, Joey Britt. Brad, what have you done? (laughs) What have you done you have probably lost your mind worse than the uh hall of famer ray ray you know you probably need to sit at the dinner table or sit at your executive desk whatever you have to do and think and and you think you're probably thinking this right now whereas you're hearing me i know you're hearing me damn it feels good to be you right (laughs) I would be saying, damn, why am I in this situation? Because you know what? Like Clay London would say, you let your alligator mouth old overload, which has been going. You tried to fire me, still here. You put me through a table, I'm still here. You tried to dismantle me of sort and sort, a certain way. I'm the most powerful person in the ASWF, not as management. I don't have any throw. But you know better than anybody, I'm gunning for you, and we, as a united 
as ASWF fans, we're not going to sit here on the radio and beg you to come. We're going to offer the door up at 530, open the door. Anybody from Tuckerman, Pocahontas, Hoxie, Jonesboro, Memphis, Little Rock area, North Little Rock, all surrounding areas where Tuckerman's the center core. Batesville, keep them on going. Everybody, you show up this Saturday night, and we're going to watch the most intensifying, most intensifying pay-per-view kind of style that you wouldn't see, that you have to pay nine ninety nine to set your TV set. But when you come down to the Valued Arena, you've got arena seating. You're going to see guys like the Eternal Flame, and you're going to see guys like the Rumble. I mean, just uh, uh, invitational. Anybody, that's what another thing makes ASF different than the WWE is that you're invited. Anybody that's a wrestler in the state of Arkansas, Mississippi, and uh, Tennessee, all surrounding are invited this Saturday night, open invitation, July the 28th. But the thing is, that I'm focused on, that I've been focused on, is you, Brad. I, I can know that ASWF is going to take care of business. But I'm going to lock eyes with you once more. We had a debate. You know what, though? All bets are off this July 28th because I'm coming for you. And if you think I'm just sitting here threatening, you know me. I made promises, and I made through through it. Final thought of the day is, fans, wrestling fans, it's time to come to watch the best in the state of Arkansas, ASWF. Fight for freedom. We're going to win the freedom, and we're going to kick Brad at the front door. We'll see you at the show. <laughs> Yeah. 